Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, brought to you by Idiom Brewing Company in Frederick, Maryland. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today I am joined by Jason Shearer, the general manager, and Tim Scooter Christofield, the head bartender from Max's Tap House in beautiful downtown Baltimore. Was that, I mean, is that considered downtown? Yeah, Fells is, Point. Fells Point you know, it works a lot right better if you talk into the microphone. Yeah, sorry about that. It's first first time ever outside <laughs> the house with a beer, you know? Uh, yeah, I'd say Fells Point, southeast-ish Baltimore. I think they just uh, kind of re, didn't they just centralize yeah. like where we're at for uh, like Baltimore police purposes, so. There's a lot of police presence. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of the safer places you could you could drink. Uh, and that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, first, before we get into the important stuff, where the hell did the nickname Scooter come from? Dude, it's not very popular in Baltimore, but uh, my grandfather was a huge Yankees fan, and Phil Rizzuto was his favorite player. So, um, yeah, so he started calling me Scooter when I was like four years old. Okay. 40 years later, still sticks. I didn't know your real name till like three years into the bar. <laughs> I actually had to look up on Facebook to see what his real name was because I've never. I, I had to add Tim because or Scooter because people were like, "Fuck is Tim?" Yeah, <laughs> it's this loser Tim. I don't know this guy because <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever said your real name before. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't also give. A uh, little plug for uh, Humble Beer Society. Oh, thanks, Scooter's man. also yeah, the proprietor. This is what? yeah, man. This is just a little you know passion project to, to get cool people together and like minded people just to unpretentiously crack some beers and watch some pro wrestling or pro sports and you know just just geek out together you know without without judgment. So I'm having a great time. So I would. I mean, I don't think there's any argument that Max's is the premier beer bar in Maryland and probably could lay claim to a larger geographical area. Uh, so I know we've discussed that I needed to do this forever. Uh, but what finally made it happen was that the ever popular Belgian beer fest is taking place next weekend, starting on Friday though. It's a, how many days is it two days or three days? It's originally it was a three day event. Okay. Uh, we did do a Monday sour day for President's Day, but through the years it got so big we decided to make Sour Day its own weekend, which is going to be in May. Okay. So the Monday is just Huge, an extension yeah. of the Belgian Fest, and I put a couple of different sours on because people come in still expecting Sour Day. And this is the twentieth anniversary of uh, the Belgian Beer Fest, and ain't it? I would assume it just gets bigger every year and hasn't atrophied like some of, unfortunately, some beer events have. But I know people kind of lose their minds over the the Belgian beer fest every year because you big. have like long lines and like it's a it's kind of a circus. It is. Uh, this would be my sixteenth. Uh, when I first started at the bar. Uh, someone said, hey, we need a bar back this particular weekend, and I was not ready for it. I, <laughs> it, it was. I couldn't. After the night was over, the first night, I needed baby powder. Like, it was, oh, yeah. it was that kind of <laughs> That's night. That's trick of the, the trade right there, man. Yeah, Oof. buddy. It was a lot of running around, 17 hours straight. That's a long around. time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and it's, it's uh, you know, I think pre-COVID, 
is 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 back when he started, obviously. But you know, I I started maybe you know two or three before, so I can see how it's it's dropped off a little bit. Everything in in this world yeah, has yeah. dropped off a little bit, and it's built up. But like it, it is. You know, from COVID being just a taste of Belgium to the next year, it's doubled to the next year, it's doubled to the next year, it's doubled. And uh, we're, 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 this is going to be a busy year, man. Like, I'm super excited. There's people that you see all but once a year that come from all, seriously, all over the world, um, bringing their own cradles for their samples and, and, you know, um, you know, Lambic cradles and, and that kind of thing. And, uh, there's not much conversation. They just wave a piece of paper <laughs> in, your, in, your, in your face with six numbers, uh, tap numbers, and yeah. I'm like, all right. And that's an evolution that's in itself. Yeah. The pre-COVID, a uh, couple years back, people came in and just tried to pronounce every single beer that they wanted. Uh-huh. And that was horrible. So we had to think <laughs> of a way to you know make this easier. Yeah. And one year we made the mistake of giving everybody in line a list and then we gave everybody in line a card with samples on it or you could write down your samples uh so everybody knew what they wanted when they came in which was a mistake because there's All the- 30 people 40 people that just got in the door waving their hands oh and not I, not trying to decide at that time they're just right. anxiously they, they know what they want yes. and, it, and it's like <laughs> oh my god so we, we brought that back we scaled back on that. So we would give people cards and stuff when they came in the door so they could figure it out. So we get people a chance to get something, sit down and without, you know, yeah. So mad dash for the door. We give, we give them a little liquid to sit down with and fill out their sample cards. That gives us a chance to be like, all right, y'all ready? Let's go. And then we get the onslaught of like everybody, you know, that the first, you know, two hours is is probably the most intense. And then, you know, just kind of, kind of goes from there. Yeah. It's all samples and it's a number system now. You just write down a number on a card, easy peasy. So how what how does the day work logistically? So the first the it kicks off in the middle like around noon on Friday, right? No, I shouldn't. Right, right when we open, uh, we usually do an hour early, and then it's nonstop for three days straight. So is it mainly like people are lined up then? Just come in and just try this very extensive list of uh, of what you have, which most of it I'm not going to be able to <laughs> pronounce, so I won't try. Try looking for I it do, for bottles. You're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got I got nothing here, man. So the past couple it, years, uh, because of COVID, and I wanted to support local breweries and things like that, I did, you know, seventy percent Belgian beers and then thirty percent. Uh, breweries around here that did Belgian style. Okay. Uh, this year we got back to straight Belgian beers, so there were probably 113-plus authentic Belgian beers will be on tap at the same time. Damn. And that – so normally Maxis has 113 draft lines now, right? Now we do, yeah. And then – but this ad – is the adding of a 30 additional kegs, is that like permanent ones to add, get to that 113 or there's an additional 30 no. on top of the 113? I'm, I'm just going off the press release, so I don't. I may be completely wrong. With Last, what. Well, <laughs> a couple of months ago, we had 108 oh, okay. like so that's single, single lines. We have uh, 158 lines all together because it's three bars in, yeah. within the bar. But uh, we just added a... Uh, Chimay Tower, 
and our Hurt and Croak Tower. So now we have exactly 113 individual lines. Okay. How much beer do you guys go through on a weekend? You'd be surprised. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even today where we were like, all right, it's 10 days away from Belgian Fest. He's not going to, you know, he's already told me he's not going to order much. Like we we took out from downstairs for keg, like empty kegs. There were, there were 20 some from last week. At delivery day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So delivery days on Wednesday, like we go through a lot of liquid, man. If it's on tap, it goes and people just get super excited about it, you know. So... Well, a, to be able to maintain 113 taps, you have to be dude. It's all this guy pushing man, through you. a yeah. lot wow. of beer. Well, normally, I mean, there are a handful of kegs that I get that are half kegs that we normally have on all the time yeah. or a particular style. So yeah, like permanent permanent draft lines of yeah. I mean, more of the towers we have on the bar because we have to. Yeah, but uh, I normally get sixels because I want them to turn, and I like putting different things on every day. Every day I want something new on. I mean, it's still to go through a six stool when you have that many lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's, you're it's going wild. through a lot yeah. of beer. Yeah. I mean, this weekend, I uh, I couldn't come in Saturday because I had I had kids and sports, things like that. Yeah. So when I came in Monday morning and there were 15 kegs kicked, I'm like, damn. <laughs> so I had to get on the computer. I, got, yeah. I had to research for all this beer I had to bring in just for this week. But I need all this stuff to kick. For the fest because I don't like taking beers off from the back on, and uh, the way it adds up Super Bowl weekends the week before, so helps clear it, out it helps clear a bunch my of... lines and I clean and then I put all the belt and stuff on. So exciting things are happening at Idiom Brewing Company. Already known for making a wide range of amazing beer, Idiom is introducing food to the tap room. Expressions at Idiom has officially opened. Come enjoy the flavors of delicious pizzas, mouth-watering sandwiches, and tasty salads, all expertly crafted to satisfy your cravings. Whether you're a foodie or just looking for a delightful meal with a beer, Expressions at Idiom has something for everyone. My personal favorite is the Elote Flavor Pizza, but you just can't go wrong with any of their offerings. If you are looking for a lunch deal, Expressions has you covered. Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m., a pizza and a draft beer are only $16. So stop by Indian Brewing and grab yourself a world-class beer and some phenomenal food. How how did it first start? Like, how did the Belgian Beer Fest even come about? The, 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 like, I guess through the history of it, what was its evolution? Well, it was a couple years before I got there. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're still there pretty damn early on, though. Yeah. <laughs> About ninety four percent of them. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you can definitively speak on yeah, it. Yeah, I can. Uh, the manager before I got there, uh, his name Casey Hard, uh, big in the beer world. He started the beer fest, uh, very small. I've seen the original Belgian fest list, and it was yeah. like he prints it out every year. It's it's like written on a piece of like legal yeah. pad, and it's like it's like eight beers. You're yeah, like, oh, ten, or eight, cool. ten or eight, ten or eight beers. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a cute little beer share, and then <laughs> right, right, exactly. And it's it's like every Duvel year. and Chimay, and like yeah. there's stuff that's you can go to the liquor store yeah, pretty yeah. much. But now it's like yeah, it's stuff that you you don't normally see. But yeah, I mean, like looking over this list, it's like you see a lot of the like sought after names oh, in the yeah. belt 
And I, I need to I need to stop just blankly saying I don't like Belgian beer because well, there's the so it's many types. Yeah, yeah, people it, come in not knowing beer and they think Belgian beer like, oh, it's a blue moon. And I'm like, no, it's not just wheat yeah. type beers and it's not American made. But see, like I, 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 I dislike a very specific subset, <laughs> but then blanketly just say I don't like Belgian beer. I hate clove. Okay. So if there's esters of clove in it, I typically don't like them. So then that's made me just declare I hate Belgian beer, even though I know damn well <laughs> that that is yeah that that's insane. only a tiny little subset. And I've but, had but pretty so present in in like like Belgian yeast to begin with. So like Belgian yeast is for me personally, it's like a champagne hangover honestly and so it just hits you completely different yeah it's delicious i, I love the beers but you, know, we went you to don't DC. love them the day yeah, after yeah. <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a different kind of <laughs> I mean, yeah, like yeah. throwing furniture and <laughs> <laughs> so how how quickly did it did it evolve to so i guess i mean i guess after what four years it was already huge because yeah. you you, you said the 16th, you were destroyed by it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming into it, I didn't realize what the, well, the amount of people that come in and how much they can drink and how fast they can drink. It, it was ridiculous. They're professionals. And <laughs> training yeah. all year for that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I came in as a bar back for it uh-huh. my first year. And like I said, I was crushed the day. And then... In my head, I'm, it's four in the morning. We have three more days of this. <laughs> Were it, you ready to quit? <laughs> almost. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, man. And I last mean, year, I mean, after COVID, it it got to the point last year where it felt like pre-COVID years. Like it was it was a good time. No, yeah, I'd have to agree with that. It was I was wiped out. It was it was great in the best way possible. Like yeah. you meet some of the saltier, the best people. They come out and it's a, it's a it's a fantastic niche market that like people just take advantage of and man we just got so much great liquid that people just you know they look forward to every year we we have phone calls early in the year on the house phone all the time we have a, a block at the Admiral Fallon which is geographically the like the clo- like across the little you know uh, courtyard there so the the closest hotel that we have and that's that's booking up too so and the Coles Hotel. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's the most haunted too, from yeah. what I understand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy. So, for this one, you also have a brand ambassador from Chimay. Yes. Uh, uh, his name is Bobo. He's been working for Chimay for 20 plus years. Uh, last year, he came out for the first time uh, and didn't realize that we had a Belgian Fest of this size, and he was blown away. And excited. It was yeah, a lot of, probably leading up to. He's like, "Why are they sending me this damn small <laughs> bar in Baltimore, yeah, Maryland?" To, and, and <laughs> his eyes Austin, perked up. Austin? He he worked in Austin for for years. Uh, great guy. Uh, now he's coming back this year, and hopefully he comes back every year. That's probably a pretty good job being the, the Chimay brand, ambass- brand yeah. ambassador. Oh man, yeah. And they just <laughs> tell him to go to these events and stuff like that. You know, we went to. With the, like the DC, there's a Belgian knighthood of, of brewery involvement and stuff like that back in DC, and he was there. And it was the, first time in uh, America where they knighted uh, the brewers. 
Yeah, oh, that's so cool. we, got, we yeah. got to go to that. Like yeah. ambassadors of, of of like Belgian beer and stuff like that. And it was it was wild, man. And he he's just sitting in, in a in a in a folding chair in the corner, just yep. like oh yeah, it's boring. I'm just gonna drink some beer over. She made triple like it's a Miller Lite, <laughs> like it's Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> he's a seasoned professional. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and he actually brought me out to uh, Belgium. Uh, back in November, I got to go for six days and oh, nice. check out Chimay Brewing. And I've always wanted to go there. It seems like there's just so much cool stuff to yeah, do I, and I see. Yeah, I did two days in Brussels, uh, right in the heart of everything. You could walk everywhere. I seen all the, the sites and all the cool bars and went out to Chimay, which is closer to France on the border. Did two days there. And yeah, it was an experience. Did you go to, uh, was it, West, West Virginia? No. West Lairdon? West, no. That's it. That's the word. <laughs> Did not get to go there. But they like, they only do like certain time. Like it's you can't just go there all the time, no, right? Like they not. just have a release every once in a while, and they announce, and you just I think you just like drive through, and they they load it in the car, and you pay. Yeah. Like I don't even think you get to to go there. Yeah. It's a very popular beer. I've never had it. That's one of those ones. But I also like gave up trying to. Get any of Next time I'm out there, I'll get you something. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I think it. I think it's actually available in the U.S. now. Oh, really? Or it was. I know years ago point. it was because Max has actually sold it back in the day. I've seen it on a menu. Like or though, then maybe menu. it got pulled back some because they decided to stop producing as much. I can't remember. I don't know. That was back in my. Like when I first got into craft beer and I wanted to try everything I yeah. possibly could, and there, like back when you could try everything right, that yeah. was available to, at that time. <laughs> to be completely transparent, I feel like the state of Maryland, and it's getting better, but like is is probably the stingiest for distribution. So like, oh, there's yeah. so many things, not man, a, a lot of yeah. red tape, and and then just it it changes for the better for a little while, and then it then it it gets shuffled up again, and and. You're just kind of starting from ground zero, but uh, you know it's getting better where things are a little bit more avail- available, like you know things like Cantillon and yeah. and Trey Fontaine and, and some of the things that you know just aren't even available on the East Coast at all because of embargoes and that kind of thing, or nobody wants to, uh, you know, like the Hurricane Road Tower that we just put up. Um, we met those guys in D.C. when we were there uh, back in May, and. We're like, this is fantastic beer. Who care? Who carries it? Well, nobody. Uh, we we can't get it. And we're just like, well, give it here, man. Yeah. <laughs> now we we launched them last Belgian Fest, and we had like okay. twelve yeah, yeah. of their drafts on. And from that point on, I've always kept them on. They're great guys. When at I I went to Snallygaster the first time ever last year, which it was another one of those things that everyone thought was a travesty that I'd never been to Snallygaster. I don't think I've ever been. See now, I don't yeah. feel bad. No, no, it's yeah. kind of. I, I mean, it's a Saturday, so like I'm always at work. So yeah. like the, the festivals are, you got to pick them, you know. Um, and uh, the Cantillon line was by far the long. Well, yeah. them and Fidens were the two mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just forever long ones. And they they asked that no one with a brewer pass at. Uh, Got it in the try <laughs> like the cut canteen. the line, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just they didn't like not to even get any. <laughs> God, that's crazy. Well, it was a bit more available a couple of years ago when uh, Shelton Brothers closed down. They had all the Cantillon over there. When they shut down, they had to find a new okay. distributor. Uh, now they're going through Lime Ventures, which is starting to pick back up. Uh, next year, hopefully, we'll have kegs back on. 
so it kind of became more scarce again because of the changing of distributing. Now that um, makes sense. Maxis is getting bottles as of right now, and hopefully next year we'll have back the kegs. Nice. That's actually I've I've never had a beer from them either, but it was the same thing. Like I stopped, which is like one of the rarest, like you know, you know, white whales of beer. Um, but I've been told by um, Casey, good friend of mine too, um, and then also my wife, you can go to Belgium and you can take the tour, and it costs like whatever eight euros, and you get these like tastings, like of anything you want. So and, and it's essentially the equivalent if you walk to like a Rite Aid or uh, Whole Foods and bought beer or wine from there. <laughs> it's just so readily available there. <laughs> yeah. It's a stuff that people fight for right, yeah. over here. here and yeah. then you it's just like, walk and <laughs> it's a hundred dollars a bottle or seventy five dollars a bottle here and, and you know, there it's like oh whatever you got in your pocket, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean I I'm guessing there's probably stuff from the United States that is like that. Overseas for there, yeah, yeah. For yeah, probably American bourbon or something like that. I would, I would guess. Well, definitely in like Japan or something, yeah, like that, or yeah, China. It's China too. China it's too. real popular right now, right? Yeah. Um, but I think like there's, I mean, look how much, um, how much places in uh, Asia and Europe are paying for just like the hype brewery beers from the U.S. Yeah, what's like, wild, man? Insane that it is feasible to ship (laughs) beer from here over to there, and they pay like thirty dollars a can or something obscene. American breweries getting better and better. Yeah, it's not the same old from before. So, so how? She said it's all sample pours. So is it just? Like, well, mostly sample pours. Okay, I mean, you can you, get you, full of yes, like can, readily available yes, type you can, stuff. You can get up to these okay. if you wanted to do a thirty-two ounce to go beer. These but, would be a crowler for those of you yeah. not. Yes, yes. I apologize. Not, I am not on film. Not, not without <laughs> the uh, benefit of being able to see. <laughs> but we'll do uh, for this Belgian fest. We'll do a crowler of a thirty-two, a nineteen, and an eight ounce. If you want to get a bunch of samples, okay. And do you, is that like pay as you order? Or is it kind of like you buy tickets or how? No, pay how as you order. It? Okay. Just, I didn't yeah, know if leave it was. a check open. Uh, okay. We charge you for what you drink and, you know. So that's work. What it is. But just like a normal visit to a five ounce. To it, no, it really is. It's just an amplified. People are coming to the festival with one goal in mind, as with any other like beer festival. They want to try as many different ones as yeah. they want, yeah. as they can. So, you know, they're doing mostly samples. Some are just like, you know, we're going to get a bottle. And we're going to split it. We're going to get some, you know, frites and and uh, then we're just going to roll, you know. And then other ones are just set up shop all day, man, yeah. all day. And their and they're <laughs> check the averages are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see the evolution of samples all day, all day. And then all of a sudden it goes into the full, know, the full, the full, the full. Yeah. What is the most sought after beer that would be on this list? I would probably say the Tilquin experimental beers. Yeah, yeah. You said there's like five of them coming, I yeah. think. Uh, but that stems off the the Cantillon style. It's it's a lambic. Okay. Yeah, small batch yeah. lambics, splendid lambics. And that's why, like, I I'll circle back to. I need to stop saying I hate. 
Belgian beers because I love lambics. Oh man, so, and that's what I like. If I were, if I were to drink a lambic, or if I were to drink a Belgian, it would be it would be a lambic or you know like a bavic uh, like super pills or oh, super. That's all day drinking. Right yeah, there. yeah. So that's that's some poolside sipping right there. As far as like the triples and and, and all that kind of stuff go, man, I got a headache like three sips in. <laughs> but they're good. They're real good. I'm just yeah, it's, it's like champagne. I'm telling you, just can't handle it. Yeah. So what what are I'm I'm gonna guess that uh, samples of a lot of these are probably close to the price of a full pour of a normal beer. What? Mm, well, yeah, you would be correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I like, like it, it, no, it, 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 yeah. it's not my fault. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, it's just get, the it's, nature of I I I don't even want to know how much a keg of some of these beers cost. <laughs> it's, it's up there. It's it's up there. But, I mean, I feel Max's, we don't gouge. That, and if there is a keg that costs a, like a, a ton, I mean, we have a, a formula where we, you know, figure out the price of every yeah. beer. If it's a, a six-hole that doubles like a half a keg, I want that beer, and I'll stray away from the formula so you can get it. That, that's yeah. one of the sacrifices that we do at Max's. So people can have that beer. But, I mean, the thing is, like, there's usually a good reason. I mean, there's some outliers where people just think their beer is worth way more than it is. But there's usually a reason why that keg is so expensive. And the people who want that are willing to spend the money to get it. Because they know, like, that Max's isn't just trying to gouge people for to get something. That, like, if they were to get a bottle... Of that beer, it the the expense is going to be reflected in the price of yeah. if you go to a store and buy a bottle of it. And a lot of it, honestly, is, is shipping. Yeah, uh, it yeah, it's not cheap to ship. It's a not cheap. The heavy ass keg of beer. That and it's how many kegs you get per pallet. Yeah, you know it's got to be shipped a certain way. If you if you're trying to get one keg, because you don't want to buy eight kegs, it's going to cost a little bit more because they're not going to wrap up one keg for one pallet. So that's that's part of it. Makes sense, yeah. Um, so it'll be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, like, and Monday, and Monday, yeah. but not the sour no, thing sa- this time. But it yeah. just the, a full sa- a lot of sour day was a big pain in the ass. And I love <laughs> because it was just it one day, and like they're like, all right, no more Belgians. Oh. We're focusing on American sours now, um, and we're just like, okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, the position that I was in pre-COVID when Sour Day was a thing, you know, we had, you know, 100-plus Belgian beers on, and I'm working, you know, three 17-hour days in a row, nonstop, and then Sunday night, me and the general manager would have to switch out, you know, 60 lines if there was a Belgian beer on that line at the time, we had to take it out, clean the line, put a new beer on for the next morning. And we did like 60 lines of that after that shift. And it got so big and so popular, I was like, well, and Sour Day needs its own weekend now. And What's really funny great. is that so many places would be talking about 60 lines as something to like brag about that that's how many they have. And that's like only half of yeah, <laughs> how much, many yeah. maxes Dude, yeah. has. So, uh, <laughs> I don't. It's 
how how many is it when you beers you have available when you take into account bottles and cans? So I know it's like an astronomical. Uh, I mean, it obviously f- ebbs and in flows, the building, but everything is for sale at Max's. <laughs> <laughs> so an uh, infinite number. There's an it's not prob- a finite number of. Uh, it went down. So I'm I'm. Uh, I really want to go draft for the most part. We do have a ton of bottles. How are people going to find something they want if you only have 113 options? Right. <laughs> There's probably 2,000 plus bottles. It's insane in the, in the building. <laughs> now we yeah we gotta we gotta take you through some of the bottle rooms, man. There's just like shelves and shelves of just yeah. I'll do tours and like we'll we'll set up a box and we'll walk around and see something you like. I'll I'll walk you around for 20 minutes. And, <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. We did it virtually uh, during COVID, which was. An experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was something else. We're like, how about, how about this one? And you're just kind of gearing your phone towards yeah. like, no, nope, yeah. not that one. What's down there underneath? And you're like, ah, okay. Yeah, got it. So let's, is there anything else about Belgian Fest that we should cover before we uh, move on to just talking about Max's in general? Well, I want everybody to know we'll have a, a Belgian food menu as well. Did we give the exact date yet? I don't think we have. 16th, I just said 17th, yeah. 18th and 19th of February. Presidents weekend every year. And just during normal hours or is are they expanded for this? We are going to do an hour early for okay. a special amount of people. Uh it's going to be a ticketed thing. Uh so look at your emails. It's coming out first 25 come first serve they can get in an hour early, get their own seat. Get a head start on everybody else. Yeah, and once the bottles are gone, they're gone, man. I mean, like a lot, a lot, a lot of these things is like we have six or twelve of, of one thing, and that's the last the entire festival. So once if they're gone the first day, they're gone, man. So uh, definitely check your emails. It's going to be a great blast. Like you get a free, uh, not a free, but a, a full hour of access uh, towards all the the Belgian stuff. So. Um, big announcement coming Friday. If so, you're, if there's anything rare that you really want, yeah, make, yeah. So, is that just anyone who's on, yeah, on uh, the, the those mailing that list? Are yeah, the the mail, the email list. Uh, um, we'll spend a uh, send us a special newsletter out on on Friday announcing that. And uh, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. So, if there's anything on the list that uh, is rare that you want. I would sign up for the mailing list. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is your Easter egg uh, nudge in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about Max's itself for a little bit. Sure. I vaguely remember because it was one of the when I first moved to Maryland. Max's one was one of the first places I went to. Like the I, I moved to Germantown. And one of the people that I met that had lived here a little bit longer was like, all right, we got to go out in Fells Point and we have to go to Max's. And it, it was Max's on Broadway then, right? Back in the day, yeah. Yeah. And, but that would, that's the, where you are now is the second location of it, right? No, or, this is the original location. Oh, okay. They did have two. They, they put one near the stadium. Okay. That's what I, that's what I'm confusing with. There yeah. was, there was a, Another one that was by the yeah that was that more uh, sports oriented okay, but so, that yeah. one doesn't exist anymore, no. right? No, that's gone. Um, well, that's your like current like <clears throat> Pratt Street L House now, right? I believe so. Yeah, that area. Yeah. yeah. 
And I believe when I was there, it was just that very front corner section. It did grow. It did grow. And I think it only had, I'm not even going to guess, but it did not have 113 tabs at that time. I got there in 2008 as a door guy. Uh, We had 79 drafts at that time. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like sixty or so, because this would have been like two thousand one okay, ish yeah. time frame. I mean, it was still ridiculously impressive, especially for the time. For, I mean, yeah, like that yeah. Yeah. in two thousand one, it wasn't exactly a. Yeah, well, originally it was more of a music venue. Uh, lots of '90s bands, like hundreds of bands, been through Max's, Hootie and the Blowfish, Dave Matthews, Dave Matthews band, like oh, Henry crazy. Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Like it was back in the '90s. It was huge. For uh, for bands, that would have been awesome to see Dave Matthews there. Yeah, it's wild, man. I mean, like like, like where the current stadium, bar is now. This... Yeah, I seen him at the <laughs> yeah. vet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now the, where the current bar is now, that's where the stage used to be. Okay, right in that front yeah, section like, to the basically right. Basically, I'm I'm on stage, right? Okay. You know? So, um, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, thinking about it too, it's like the the big, I think the big craft beer boom or big bang. That just kind of echoed through everybody, yeah, everywhere. Uh, happened in like the mid '90s too. Yeah. So like you had like Brewers Art, you had Balmer Brewing Company. I was there for a few years. Um, Clipper and, City, Clipper that, City that turned into heavy seas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale was like the like gateway Stone, gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yards. Yep. All those big boys. Yep. The so when. It's only expanded into one additional section, right? Or is it there? There have been more expansions through. There is three bars within the bar. Okay. Uh, when you walk in, see, I still think I've only ever been in the main, like the, the, the main, main part, original yeah. area. Yeah. I don't think I've. There is an that's upstairs. one that's open. That's the one that's open seven days a week. You yeah. know, we have a a side room, and then against that is a side bar. That uh, me and another gentleman put in the system maybe 10 years ago. It was a different room. When I got there, it was a cigar bar, and then it was a game room, then it was like a shop, and then we decided to make it a Belgian-themed bar. Uh, Upstairs is our uh, Mobtown Lounge. It's a bit more laid back. Uh, Back in the day, it was a cigar lounge when you were allowed to smoke cigars in I do remember that. That was open in the early 2000s, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I do remember that being there. Now it's for, I did not go up into it, but... Well, it's for parties now. Okay, uh, so you, people can rent it out for yeah. private events. And then Thursday, it's trivia. Friday, it's uh, karaoke. And uh, Saturday, karaoke. The, um, yeah, I... Yeah, I don't think I've ever been in any other part <laughs> other than just that front main part. And it was definitely all open the last time I was there because it was when when I was there with the Full Tilt guys yeah, after yeah, yeah. the the uh, Zane Lamprey show. Oh, yeah. And, was, and I think it was like a Saturday. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so I remember was, I was part-time in that yeah. day. And uh, uh, I, I will say it is a different vibe at each corner of, of Max is a, you know, it's, it's a little more chill next door, very intimate, uh, darker. They want it to be like a Belgian kind of bar, like where you go down a dark alley. Yeah. And, and, that's cool. Where's the dank? Yeah. And you go upstairs and it's, uh, it's a little bit more open and now there's a projection screen and you can, 
sing Sweet Caroline and, you know, yeah. <laughs> the killers. We'll be and, for big games, too. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I just, I need to get a hotel room for a weekend and just come Tell out to do. Baltimore. Because there's also, I saw an Instagram reel recently, and there's like four speakeasies in Baltimore that I really yeah. want to go to. Because the only, I've been to a couple speakeasies, but none of, like, they were all, like, original ones back in the day that are still, so the decor right. is speakeasy. This but is actually those, where they hid the liquor during yeah. the prohibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. But, the, like, the ones in Baltimore, one of them, it, like, you have to go into a phone booth to then oh, the yeah. door the door is inside of a phone sneaky, booth that sneaky. you go in a one refrigerator of, door yeah, or one of like that. Yeah. yeah one of them's a refrigerator yeah. door and I'd, i i i just feel like that would really add to the drinking experience if i have to jump through some hoops to get into <laughs> <laughs> i can drink when i get in there yeah. <laughs> all right so I, I i that's on my list of things to do in 2024 is so i will lump in Venturing into another area of Max, dude. I'm telling you, the game, the game has changed. Like the bar <laughs> game, the beer game in, in the state of Maryland, at least I know I see every day. But uh, that it's it's evolved. It, like there's some there's more places than not of to getting a decent pint on tap or you know something in a can that or or a bottle that you can share with a friend. Oh yeah, the access to dude, amazing awesome. beer is yeah. I it could not have. I mean, even I mean, ten years ago, where you were just like you know. There were movements from, you know, people running for, you know, delegates for Maryland, like, I can't remember their names, but like they were they were pushing for uh, brewers to be able to have better access through distribution and that kind of yeah. thing. Because it, it's just, an, you get taxed on the way in and, and on the way out. And it's just, for, for even for wonderful breweries in D.C. and Virginia, it's a turnoff, you know, and they're only, you know, whatever, 40 miles down the road. Yeah. So... Um, it's very enjoyable now. I think it's, it's, there's a lot more distribution, wholesale, you know, operations going on. And, in, and just in general, it's just a lot more readily accessible and very enjoyable. Lighthouse Liquors is like my favorite, one of my favorite places <laughs> in Canton. And, uh, you know, shout out to Angus, man. Like they, they, they have a great curated spot and it's just like, it's just a very well done, you know, very accessible place to, place to drink. So. The um, in obviously Max's is well well known for its beer, but it do you have a good cocktail program also? Like I've never even looked to see if you do mixed drinks. Actually, we do. We, <laughs> we do have a we have a full bar. Okay, we do have a cocktail menu. Uh, our bourbon and whiskey selection grew probably fifty percent in the past year. Okay, we have. Well over a hundred different styles, bourbon and whiskey. Nice. Right when you walk into the right, it, it's one of the first things you see, and that's been growing steadily for a year or so. Yeah, add a, try to add a bottle or two every week. I yep. would say. But You're just trying to get the those grails that people are after, or just we, we getting have, a we have the top shelf stuff. We do, but then you know, and I tell everybody that comes in, they're like, "Well, how much is a you know a." And a pour of the Pappy 15 or whatever, and I'm like, well, you know, it's it's 200, but I tell you what, I could name you in the in the process of us being allocated those two bottles or whatever we yeah. get. I'll, there's a half dozen other ones oh, yeah. that are actually really, really, really good. Well, and, no, you can just say it; they're a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's it's all clout, man. You know, yeah. I mean, like there, there isn't much of a line life anymore for 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 
you know, beer releases and yeah. can can releases and that kind of thing. But it, the, the secondary market for for I think bottles of whiskey and it's bourbon stupid. stuff. It's it, it's getting out of here. It's a turn off. Well, especially because <laughs> I mean, there. I mean, some of them you 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 taste and they are like I had some George T. Stag a couple weeks ago, sure. and I would never pay. What the secondary Never. price of it was, but I would gladly, when someone offers me a pour, <laughs> take right. it. I'd be like, no. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, it was one of the first times I've had one of those like super expensive, sought after ones. But like, all right, I get it. <laughs> like this is this is actually something special, and it's good. The you know the Blantons, all the Pappies, um, you know what else is on the top shelf? It's all delicious, but. Is it worth the price? No, no, it's not. You know, that's, a, that's up to the individual, <laughs> the I guess. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I guess <laughs> if you have the expendable income that that sure. amount of money means nothing to you, then yes, but, it's worth the price. Yeah. But I mean, that being said, you, you walk in, you look up, there is an actual top shelf, and they're there. Yeah. But right in the middle, there's 60, 70 bottles that you can just look and be like, yeah, I never had that. I heard that was good, and it's available, so... That's why I need to come and try then. Um, the also our kitchen got a little a little better too. We we do all smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Since COVID happened, we um, well we had to do a lot of to go stuff like everybody else. Yeah, and we had to you know figure out what in the kitchen what we need to do. And, uh, were you always doing growlers, or was that uh, introduced? We were during filling COVID? glass growlers. Yeah, we were doing oh, okay. old school growlers. Yeah. Uh, but people don't really want sixty four ounces of yeah, one thing, and then it's when it's in a growler, you, you have to drink it either that day or the next day, and it's just a lot of liquid. So we shrunk down to the growlers, and thirty two ounces, perfect. Yeah, that, the system we have to, we don't even need a machine or anything like that. We can we can fill it right off the tap, close it up real tight, fill it up to the brim, close it up real tight, and then it lasts, you know, a few days. I, you know, I, I'm a regular. I've taken, you know, crawlers home and not drinking the, the day of. You know? yeah. But uh, um, I think it's a great system, and, you know, that's just it's keeping the liquid going, man. I like those ones that you guys use, too. Uh, because I can actually pour those without making a huge mess. Oh yeah, a rule a regular crowler I cannot. We can uh, fill them without yeah. making a huge mess or, yeah. or, 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 or <laughs> waste either. And, we, and then all of this is like I said, we don't need a machine, so it's just a twist on and yeah. like, boom. You're like, is this going to keep? Well, yeah, if you don't open it, <laughs> you know. My um, my old studio, we had a table with a cloth on it. That like a tablecloth, and it's disgusting because the number of crowlers that I would like go to pour into a glass, and then it was just beer everywhere. Because <laughs> yeah, I am not skilled enough to to pour a crowler without making a filthy mess. So now I just avoid them. <laughs> Although, like I said, those twist yeah. off ones are yeah. a magical. They're lifesavers, in- man. I'm telling you, invention. Yeah, for sure. Um, when did uh, Max's first open? 1986. That is like a ridiculously impressive run for a restaurant slash bar. Family owned, owned by the same same, same people, same, same owners. Mr. That's even more impressive. Mr. Ron and Gail Furman. They've got, although I mean it is a pretty prime. Although like some of the places that turn over constantly, it's <laughs> it's actually the prime locations that are. <laughs> 
are even worse for longevity. We've seen quite the evolution, even in, you know, I've been working in the area for about 25 years, but only in Max's for about eight. And I've seen a ton of places come and go and drop like flies. But, um, you know, we're pretty lucky with, with having a great corner that we have right now. And, um, just, uh, you know, keeping the kegs as, as keeping the ideas as fresh as possible. Yeah. Like Jay's doing a, a great job, just keeping it as fresh as we can and, and, you know, changing it up and, and just making it very appealable for everybody. People are asking questions. They're, they're giving us a lot of faith in picking out what, what they think that we would like for them. Yeah. If that makes any sense. So people are going to like, well, pick me out an IPM. Like, are you sure, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, here you go. And, and like, it hits hits the spot more times than not, so that's that's all we can ask for. But like you know, the people give us a give a lot of you know trust and faith into you know picking out you know their good time for the night. So that's a that's a very valuable uh, high praise, I would say. Yeah. And and the employees, uh, a lot of employees have been there for twenty some years. Yep. Like I'm been there sixteen years, and I'm still just a baby compared. You're to one of the, the rookies. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have a door guy's been there twenty five plus years. That's crazy. Bartender's been a twenty plus years. So you walk in, you're like Jamie that, Ritter, Rob Caruso. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That says a lot about a place. Oh yeah. Um, how how do you decide what beer you're going to bring into Max's? I do a lot of studying, uh, a lot of social media, going across the country, just seeing what people like. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the styles, I know what people are asking for. I go into the system. I see what sold the most this particular week or this month, and I go from there. I normally want every style of beer on because we have the room to do it. Yeah. Uh, I like to do a lot of the old school stuff, and I like to do a lot of the new cool stuff. So, so when someone comes to you and wants to get their beer on a, on tap – and you don't like it, how do you turn them down? <laughs> because you can't possibly say we don't have space. <laughs> well, no, I can. I can. You'd be amazed. Well, yeah. Because we do a lot of events, and I need a particular style of beer on for that particular event. Yeah, I'll yeah. say, listen, you know, I, I can't really put that particular beer on because we're doing this, such and such. But it's not the, that their beer is probably bad. It's maybe I don't like it because... I know what beer is supposed to taste like. Yeah. But not. I don't know. People come into Max's and they expect something different. So if a brewery comes in and says, hey, this is my, the beer that we have on all the time. It's my signature beer. You don't want it. I don't want it. I yeah. want, I'll be like, well, what's your one off? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you got at your, your tap room that you're selling only there? I want that beer in my bar. So that's how I, I go about that. And I, I mean, I would think that the standing that Max's has in the beer world, that that's not a problem to like, no, no one's going to be like, well, yeah, you're not going to get that unless you buy. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it happens like that. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah. And, there's, and I just say, that's OK. You know, I can go with somebody else. So yeah. That's fine with me. <laughs> Don't no, worry. I'll just I, go to the next I bar. think, honestly, it, it keeps the, the on the brewer side, it keeps an incentive for them to be like, oh, what can I offer them? What can I showcase to them? You know, we do these like, you know, fundraisers and like, you know, Maryland Beer Week where, you know, like bring us your best, dude. Like we want people, we want all your brewer friends to sit here and drink your beer and then move on to the next one. And, and we want you to sell it to us as like this is the last beer that we're, we're going to make, yeah. you know. With, within our 
you know, fundraiser contests, things like that. If you win, I'll, I'll keep your beer on for six months to a year. Like, mm -hmm. that is your line. You get it for a year. But you got to keep it going. I mean, we're not gonna we're gonna not gonna put the same one on the whole time. You know, the whole yeah. time. Variety know. is what I want yeah. at the bar. So, when are you gonna bring back the high the big wheel race? <laughs> I've I've been asked a couple times. People ask me that a lot, actually. Yeah. I got. I would assume that that's tripping fairly... over them every time I go up to the office. They're they're just all sitting in the stacks of big of like a graveyard of. We do have a lot of big wheels in the building. Jesus, all the places to put it. But, yeah, Jay, when are we bringing the uh... well, when Maryland Beer Week comes back or Baltimore Beer Week comes back? I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> <Then it's, laughs> That make, was that was a safe uh, safe declaration. <laughs> we'll we'll have to do a Max's Beer Week. We can start that back up, but I would love to. Yeah, we can do it for a Hops for Health or something in May. Yeah, that works. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. And as a people love that event. Oh man, yeah, I participated in it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all fun and games. So you, you're on a big wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember until you're a grown ass man trying to yeah, ride. And I've, I've Nick seen broke it. Wheels. Do you remember that night? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that that day that people uh, put motors on them. Now yeah. it's, it's like you can't do that. <laughs> like you didn't say we couldn't. Yeah. Like, all right, you win. <laughs> what it was hysteria that did that, right? It was a couple brewers. Dime, Diamondback did like the, oh, uh, the green machine. Was. Diamondback, Diamondback green was machine. the first, yeah. and they they cruised right through everybody. And you had to you know you had to do two loops, and then they were like bloop, bloop, in case he's like. Nah, I'm pretty sure dude. Key put a motor on one. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Schuschler did that, <laughs> and that was the whole. Uh, yeah, we did a one-off with uh, Diamondback uh, with a. The, it was a fruited IPA, but the. The cover of the the actual can was a three wheel or a three wheeler or big wheeler just like tossed into yeah, the trees. Stuck in a tree. <laughs> yeah. I which we I which we did. <laughs> we threw that shit right in the tree. Look at that. I mean, basically, I just want you to do it again because I never made it to any of them. <laughs> oh, it is a good time. It's a little short though. We gotta we gotta make it a little. More challenging than just the, the, tournament the max is yeah. five hundred. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, that's a <laughs> the twenty four hour of max. <laughs> right, right, right. Spin around in circles yeah. on this thing. Yeah, man. Uh, is there anything about Max's or Belgian Beer Fest that you want to talk about before I start asking you intentionally stupid questions? Oh, I love. I love those kind of questions. Yeah, they are fun questions. Uh, uh, I mean, dude, there's so much really cool stuff going on. I'm so excited. Um, sorry, I'm gonna cut no, you off. <laughs> so yeah, Belgian Belgian Beer Fest, 16th to the 19th. Get there early, um, and just shock the neighborhood with lining up uh, to the end of the block like they, like we have in yeah. the past. And it people are just like. The shaking of the head, so the people like sweeping off their their, their sidewalks in the morning. It's just like you know, what are I these degenerates yeah, doing. Yeah. Um, Although, I mean, in Fells Point, there are a lot of cool little businesses. So once you get into Max's, or if the line's too long, and if you got to be outside waiting, walk around the neighborhood. It's it's a great small town, and there's a lot of good people selling a lot of cool things. And I I would be proud to say too, in the twentieth year of of Belgian Fest that a lot of my bartender friends in the area are asking when it is 
because they know that it. We try to help everybody out. You know, like if we're too crowded at Max's, they're going to go to another bar yeah. for a minute, and you know, oh, so it gives a horse. boost to all yeah, the. Man. Oh, yeah, all and the I'm other super excited. Great. Admiral Fellow and we're great friends with with Ted Jabara, who who owns that that area, and uh, you know, he always helps us out with like great rates and like he's filling up fast and like he, you know. Like I said, that is the coolest hotel I've ever been to. <laughs> it's it's a wild spot. Hotel. Yeah, it man. Is... They got a bar underneath and, and like a little speakeasy under uh, under the underground too. And and uh, yeah, but do you have to walk through anything weird to get into it? Because if not, probably. it doesn't count. I mean, we we could, we could set something up. <laughs> Hell yeah, we, <laughs> we definitely put go obstacles in the way. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know, what, yeah, what's going on in March, dude? In March? Yeah. For us? Yeah. More beer, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> some more beers. Um, got a couple collabs coming out. Uh, we just did a. I, I wish we had liquid to offer to you, but we did a great uh, collab with Mobtown called "What's Your Wi-Fi." Oh, that uh, was a good beer. Uh, it was just a hazy pale, five and a half percent banger, and we did a release at Mobtown and at Max's, and they're completely sold out. We tried, remember, tried to order I, more. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing them post yeah. about that. Um, I should have got more kegs. So yeah, we're gonna go. We're, we're, <laughs> they went really quick. We'll do it again soon, I think. But uh, you know, then we got from there. Uh, you know, in May we have Hops for Health. We're gonna do a collab with uh, Firm. It's gonna be a dry hopped uh, Simcoe Pilsner again, um, and then we're gonna do. It, it's a you know part of a um, fundraiser for uh, National Alliance of Mental Illness. It's a great and, event. Yeah, yeah, and that that's what you know. I want that to echo what used to be. Walmart Beer Week with all the all the brewers just sitting there all day drinking with each other. Oh, silent auction with all the brewers. Sharing their wares. They, they yeah, bring yeah. their own basket in. Yep, dude. It's, it's, nice. It's pretty cool. Super excited. What's the best beer you've had recently? Man, I can't tell. Yeah. People ask me all the time, what's the best beer? Yeah, what's your not favorite the, not beer? Not the favorite best. Beer? Like, what, what, what have you had recently that really stood out to you? Man, that's a hard question. It, I mean, it's an impossible question because I actually I can answer it easily. Because I've barely drank any beer recently, <laughs> it was it was other ha- <clears throat> other half sixty minute IPA. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Right. So that, that was an easy one for me, <laughs> and that was that. just because I was partially so excited for Ben Little and like yeah. the whole thing yeah, about man, it. Like I'm, glad, where, I'm glad that, that where they got the brew yeah, yeah. that like yeah, that's a, that's Dogfish cool Head yeah. gave them the recipe to sixty minute IPA, and they just brewed sixty minute IPA. I didn't and have nailed it. It. It, nailed it, it huh? Yeah, it's so good. Like it, it took me back to when I lo- like I just love oh, yeah. that a college beer, beer right there. Yeah, so yeah. much. I tell you what, that's probably my first IPA ever. Sixty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll Sierra, Sierra Nevada, and then like it was, one. it was definitely one of the first when I was enjoying IPAs. Yep. Like I, the I think the first IPA I ever oh, had it was like aspirin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was um, I can't remember it. Flying Dogs IPA. What's the name of their IPA? Their like regular Raging Bitch or something like that. No, no, Snake their regular Snake, Snake Dog. Snake Dog. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, Snake yeah. Dog was the first IPA I ever had. I thought it was the most disgusting thing I ever tasted <laughs> yeah, in my there's life. Something wrong with this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to make a like, cask out of that beer back in the day. That's pretty nice. Rad. We got to go to the brewery, and the whole Max's crew got to go there. We paired up with somebody, and it was a whole table as big as this table, yeah. full of ingredients. And said, so "You pick your ingredients. We'll condition it That's in the cask." Cool. We put like eight cast gravity kegs on the bar and whoever sold out first won that's cool yeah general manager won because he was selling growlers 
<laughs> like cheater. Yeah, cheater. <laughs> it's like, uh, was it Iron Chef? With it? And he's like, beer. <laughs> but uh, it, when I was like seeking out IPAs, 60 Minute was definitely like one of them. Oh, yeah. Because like, at that time, there were so few to, to really oh, yeah. go and go to a, a well, store yeah. and and 16 and ounce them. cans didn't exist that's just too much well, yeah, it was back all in bottles yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was 12 ounce bottles or can you know cans were still pretty new back no then. there was like yeah, at that time there yeah, were no cans it was yeah, yeah. it was oscar blues right. oh and, yeah and like dale's pale but, yeah and then made, uh, what was the other 21st amendment it was 21st Ooh. amendment oscar oh, blues yeah, yeah. and then the like just macro beers everything yeah. else was in a bottle if it wasn't in a bottle it was garbage and if yeah. it was in a bomber it was even better oh yeah oh, so <laughs> yeah now i would go into yield spirit shop and frederick oh yeah like once a week trying to find what i i i think at one point my one friend and i had tried everything that they had like that would be impossible to do nowadays but yeah. Back then, like it, it really wasn't that much of an accomplishment. Now it's, there's a lot going on now. Yeah. There's a lot going on, yeah. Um. So I think you still didn't answer me. <laughs> I, did. I, I was trying to dodge that question. Scoot, what's up, buddy? I, I would say, uh, for me, uh, Spaghetti Northwestern, because I, I saw Jay's shirt today. He's wearing a KCBC Brewing uh, shirt, and it's, it's just like I love the West Coast IPAs, and it's just a really solid malty Bitter, resiny, like oh. banger. So I was like, if I was smart, I would have brought some cans of Sand Sands in for you guys oh, yeah. to have. And I, yeah, we brought a sour today, it. but uh, sorry, it's not mango, man. <laughs> 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 I know you're crazy about the mango. I, mango you know what? And the, beer go together was, perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> the best beer I had probably was the last, whatever. Hoppy beer I had last. <laughs> the one on Sunday after your shift, and you know you have two yeah. days off in a row. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually for me. How it's, my... it's just something hoppy. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like a West Coast or just anything that has some. Both. And by ho- hoppy, do you mean like a bitterness yeah. to it? Or? Yeah, okay. bitterness. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, it was. You know about beer, so I would assume that's what you mean. Like, but like some people, when they say hop, you're like, "What the hell do you mean by that?" Yeah, it's true. <laughs> people come in. Hey, what do you like? I'm like, yeah. well, "Give me what you like." I'm, I don't want to ruin your day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me a short day for you. Buddy. Here's a palate record. <laughs> it's amazing that like there's a palate record beer yeah. <laughs> that's called a palate record. Yeah, I love I that, that beer, beer so much. Wow. Yeah. When I I when I was in San Diego in like 2000 and we were in like 2011, 2012 or so. I, I I went to Green Flash, and I asked them if they had Palette Wrecker there. And because I knew about Palette Wrecker, because they knew I was from the East Coast, like they just went through and pour, and poured a sample of everything for me, and like was, <laughs> like basically gave me the, the keys password. to the yeah, yeah gave me the keys to the brewery practically because <laughs> because I told them how much I loved Palette Wrecker. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I would, you know, it changes all the time, man. Like, I'm such a beer nerd, but, like, cold, like, Stella or Miller, like, can and whatever cheap American whiskey you got back there, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is the the bee's knees, I will say. All right. Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Oh, ninja. Well, can't hear a ninja. Yeah. Pirates are uh, always drunk. You're both wrong. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Does pineapple belong on a pizza? No. <laughs> Not in my book. That is correct. Is Nickelback actually a good band? They're so catchy. Why is everybody so angry with Nickelback, dude? <laughs> I, hey, I... What the hell like, did Nickelback, Nickelback do to but you? they're so catchy. Look at this photograph, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom of a bottle. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember it now, but there there is a video that like can trace back where the 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 dunking on Nickelback started. <laughs> I would love to see that actually. <laughs> so you both say they are a good band. I, I mean, I don't. I I would cut my. I always catch myself. Singing along, <laughs> so I, I think guess it, that it, means they're good. It would come down to me, like, all right, how much money would you spend for a Nickelback concert? Nah, like, right, who else is who else is opening? I mean, that that's the only thing that would make me go to a Nickelback <laughs> concert, <laughs> and it's not because it's, I want to make fun of them. It's just not a like. It's. I think it'd be a really good time. I and mean, what kind of beer they got? They, they, I mean, like, if, yeah, if you yeah, throw yeah, beer on top of it, like, I'll, I'll, you know, Nick if I Nick and I have gone to see. Collective soul, and we've gone, <laughs> and they're just so tired, dude. Your, your second song is Shine. Like, what, what, what are we here for right now? I'm taking oh. my daughter to see uh, Green Day this summer. Oh, in DC, the yeah. one I want to yep. go to that one. Rancid's playing, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, and Smashing Pumpkins. Yep, I'll be dude. Down for that. Yep, I almost brought there. There was like a VIP package you could get, it was like 300 and some dollars a ticket, though. I was so close to buying Yikes. them, but. It, w- it included a private concert beforehand Dude. with oh, the Smashing sense. Pumpkins playing an acoustic set. I mean that. Yeah, like it wasn't one. Tempting, right? It wasn't yeah. one of the VIP like where they throw some crappy swag and you right, get a right, special. Right. Not gonna lanyard. carry this shit around. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna do with a Smashing Pumpkins duffel bag. <laughs> but no, it was it was a a a. a before the concert started, an acoustic set by Smashing Pumpkins. I regret not getting those tickets now. Yeah. Um, but a part of me also is like, there's already a bunch of bands playing at that. That's going to be a long ass concert, and I'm too old to. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to be no, yeah, it's in July yeah. in at Natsfield, which is a great stadium. Yeah, and they had a ton of like beer selections there. Um, yeah, and I'll I, be there. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are still tickets, and they're very like even I have yeah. really good tickets down on the field in like the first section. Hell yeah! And it was like a hundred and some dollars. Yeah. I I would have expected them to be a lot more. I'm I'm game for that, and I'm always great for for a concert. What's your go to concert beer to switch to the? Uh, oh man. <laughs> I remember before you answer, I remember it was so hot like three years ago. We went, uh, Nick, Dan, and I from uh, Full Tilt went to Rest go see Foo Fighters. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> to go see, uh, you, you can edit that out and post. I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to go see Foo Fighters at Merriweather, and it was so freaking hot that day. It was, it was probably 90 some degrees, and we stayed at some. Hamden or something like that, close close by. But uh, um, we got to the concert, ninety some degrees. We get up to the beer line. We just get in the beer line. We don't even know what we want. We're like, all right, like the first reaction yeah. is scan our ticket, beer line. We get in the beer line, and we're like four Budweisers. <laughs> we, each, we each ordered four. We ordered fifty dollars worth of Budweiser. Oh, man. 
Jeez. And we're just carrying for <laughs> each. That should be like, like a right. pallet on yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in Maryland, I would like what's usually readily available, probably like loose cannon. Yeah, yeah. Because loose cannon's good, almost yeah. always available. Triple hop. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Like it's like at a, at a sporting event or a concert or something in in Maryland. That's usually. Like a go-to that I'll get because it's almost always one of the craft beers that's available. Yeah, usually at the stadium, it's Loose Cannon, Evo, Key, Flying Dog, Union, yeah. Flying Dog. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with all those. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I still enjoy a good Loose Cannon. Absolutely. What is your go-to gas station snack? For me now. Because of my son's playing baseball, travel baseball, sunflower, sunflower seeds. seeds. I was never <laughs> in the sunflower seeds until two years ago. Is it a requirement? Is it, it is. Is it Zins? Is the winter it, green? It's like... insane. <laughs> they got Little Caesars. What? I swear like little Caesar pizza flavored. That's crazy. Any flavor you think of nowadays, they have it in a seed. It is insane. That's hilarious. I do like the uh, ranch cheeseburger. <laughs> I am not kidding. Huh. It is There's insane. old bay ones out there. I know that. Frank's hot sauce. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say beef jerky for that's, sure. I mean, that's definitely the black what? pepper. Uh, the uh, old trapper. Black pepper for me. The old trapper, uh, black pepper ones. There's, there's, uh, um, I can't remember what the brand is, but they're at Sheets. And they just say fatty 3.0 real big on them. And there's a jalapeno one that oh, really? is amazing. Mm. But it's a, it's more of a beef <laughs> stick than uh, than beef jerky. I don't necessarily discriminate against uh, cured meat. <laughs> Equal <laughs> opportunity. Dried meat everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I think the less greasy, you know, when you're driving and trying to snap into a Slim Jim, the better, you know. <laughs> the the marketing and sales guy from Schilling and I are doing a, a um, local beef jerky swap. Ooh, that's <laughs> awesome. Dude, actually, that's I rad. To, I, actually, I have some at home that I need to box up and send to them. <laughs> We're Schilling it there in Minnesota? Maine. Maine, 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 Maine. Which, that, I mean, to speak to crappy distribution in Maryland, they're available in Pennsylvania and New York, and then they skip Maryland, and they're available in Virginia. Yeah. I'm not mad at them. <laughs> I'm mad at Maryland, yeah, man. For making it yeah, difficult. It's so wild. They're trying to tax the I've piss said it, out of everybody. And I've said it a million times. Alexander is one of the best beers ever made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. If you were a NASCAR driver, what would three of your sponsors be? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, uh, I'm just going to answer one of them for you. WWE. No. Oh, yeah, that's 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like, uh, <laughs> it would be Ric Flair on the on the driver's side. Just with the woo on the, like, <laughs> that's, what, that's what these all sounds like. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> <A> whistle tip <laughs> put on it. Yeah. Uh, Jay, we got the second one. Max's Tap House, buddy. <laughs> what a company man, dude. What a company man. Through and through. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a beer. It's got to be. But I, if I, I Wawa. So I, if see Wawa, I grew up in a Wawa. Sheets is better. Well, Farms uh, is even I grew better up than in both a, of them. I grew up in a Wawa area, in Northeast Philly. Oh, Sheets is far superior to How Royal does Sheets Farm. Make their fried chicken. Doesn't matter. Who's eating fried chicken at a gas station? 
at every no one. No one eats food at a gas station. They I... take that junk home and fall asleep like pterodactyl oh, hands. Yeah. Watching, watching WWE See, you know, you, on YouTube. Yeah, while, while you order your food, you go outside, you find the trash can, you unwrap it on top of the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> you drink your beer, eat your Wawa, and you head on out. Sheets is better. Oh, man. Maybe I, just I live wasn't in a sheets exposed. area now. I live in yeah. New York, PA now, so I see yeah, it all the time. It's rudders sheets and sheets, come. and Wawa is going up and down the coast and not hitting my area. I don't know well, we have. I mean, we have everywhere you turn in Frederick. There's a sheets or a Wawa, uh, and sheets is better. <laughs> I, I, mean, I didn't see sheets until I went to college in Central PA. Uh, I grew up in Pittsburgh, so it's. Um, Solidly sheets country. Sheet, my first sheets was in Reading, PA, and my first schmetzel. The schmetzels are amazing. They were. That was, that was pretty exciting. It is. It's a pretzel. It's a what pretzel do you mean roll. you don't know what it is? As in sheets. Yeah, everything has schm at the beginning. <laughs> so original. Schmuffins. Although I am a get, oh, I am kind of. I'm pissed off at the Sheets Corporation because my favorite breakfast was their. Uh, Sausage egg and cheese sandwich on a pretzel roll, mm-hmm. and they got rid of the pretzel rolls. That, pretzel sounds, rolls. that sounds fantastic, Where actually. It's at. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Just add some pepper onto it. Perf- and in PA, they sell, uh, they sell beer now. Yeah. They got that way, they've even oh. done a bunch of collabs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Keith Key, Key did giant, Yeah. Giant uh, supermarkets do collabs now. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, That's hilarious. Do. Every Dunkin' yeah, Donuts is doing one. It's, yeah, it's I've all seen those. What's your go-to excuse to get out of plans? My wife said no. (laughs) That's a luxury, actually. I will will tap into that once in a while. (laughs) My kids are sick. Yeah, I I don't have any kids, but yeah. That's easy. Blame it on the kids. My wife said, uh, I got to do something for my wife. Uh, Or, man, what's another one? Let's say, uh, I got to work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got to (laughs) work. Saturday, play, people gotta, are always just like, oh, you know, you come to this party on Saturday. I'm like, yeah, sorry, I got to work. Got to borrow that. <laughs> yeah. What's the strangest purchase you've ever made? Oh, God. I can answer that right away. I'm really good at these questions. <laughs> I'm assuming it's wrestling related. Oh, 100%. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to yeah. say. Yeah. That's not, he, the belt's not strange, though. That's pretty sweet. How much you spend for the belt, though? Oh, that's right. When you factor in the cost of it, how much was that belt? It was a. Was it an auction? Um, yes. And you top it was bid. For, it was a yeah. top bid, huh? It was for ALS. Yeah, it was I, a top yeah, bid. Yeah, yeah it's a top bid because I want it. It's awesome. Uh, but you have a robe too, don't you? Yes. <laughs> All right, go Is ahead. It a sparkly robe. Maybe. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it was a AEW replica belt, um, which starts off at like six hundred dollars or something like that, and it was signed by like sixty different wrestlers past and present and uh it was for the uh Brigands Brigade um at Jimmy's and they did an event there. It was like a meet and greet and I might have had the wrestling beers from Full Tilt, shout out to you guys, uh available for them and we walked over with a tray of beers to the to the wrestlers table and most of them didn't drink it because they're athletes and they're <laughs> keeping their wits about them. But that's all we were drinking, and uh, I might have paid thirty four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> this is a tax write off. <laughs> I don't think you understand how that works. 
that's what I told my wife. I, I texted her right away. She's like, let me see it. Did you get a receipt? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I did. Yeah, I'm boring. I don't I don't buy a lot. Like the only thing my wife gets mad about, I go to Goodwill and I buy Oh there. yeah, there's a Goodwill right on the same block as Max as he comes. He's like, I, do. I got a lawn dart set. And I was I, like, well, <laughs> Yeah, right. I was like, well, I went today. What? I got a a heat thermal ray gun today for four bucks. Brand new. Like, I'll use that. How, so how much stuff do you buy there and never actually use? He's got a garage. No, I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> a garage been, filled eventually with. Eventually, I'll find a use for it, and then it'll be like three day, three years later. I'll look at my wife. Told you. <laughs> that that $2 yeah. well spent. It's like that piece yeah. of like, uh, like uh, you know, like four the inch wood. wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, totally I buy a lot, a lot of kids sports stuff there. there I know they're going to break it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a hilarious reel I saw recently where like, it was a father son that do reels together. And it's all about like stereotypical dad stuff. Oh, I know you're talking about <clears throat> it's the like guy a, wears a new balance. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. He fits and, underneath the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's like, like, we need a very specific shaped <laughs> four right. inch piece of wood. He's like, like this. <laughs> that is a hundred percent me. Yeah. I, I was like, I'll find it in the garage. Give me 20 minutes. Find a lot, right? I do it all the time. <laughs> My wife would be so mad when I bring stuff home. But when, it turns out that when you save the day, right now, yeah. she's like, "Hell yeah!" I'm like, "Yeah, it worked <laughs> out." I told you. All right, we'll do one more. Uh, I mean, we can do more if you want. I just, I didn't want to take up all your time. You got a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite Disney princess? <laughs> mm. I know my wife's. This is gonna upset my wife. I think Ariel because she's a redhead. My wife is Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up, we we just had a conversation about this. Love you, babe. <laughs> Mine. Merida is a redhead, also. Which Mine, mine's a redhead Merida. too. Is that Merida. brave? She's a, oh no, yeah. no, no, no. That's a the Scottish one. Oh yeah, yeah, the bow and arrow. One. Mine's yeah. a redhead too. Hmm. The the fox from a. That's not a princess. She was a princess. It was a. Oh, you're right. Front. Uh, you're right. You're right. I don't know if that really quantifies. <laughs> She's as a, a Disney princess, a though. Uh, I think so. <laughs> From Robin Hood back in the day, she was pretty foxy. Yeah, well, she <laughs> she was definitely a fox. She's redhead. There you go. She had uh, like the red I'll, dimples and. Oh man, yeah, she was. I guess I'll allow she had it. Red but hair. What is the. If you had a pet parrot, what's the first thing you would teach it to say? Oh, shit. Not that. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought that's what you're going with. Uh, Probably, hey, you guys, look up here. If you're a a three amigos kind of guy, I guess (laughs) that would be mine. I don't know. It would probably be ah balls. I say all balls a lot. I'm like ah oh, balls. You were you're lying. You would teach it to do the Ric Flair woo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I would just be walking around, not Sounds even just trying like to my teach. Car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> woo. <laughs> you like Space Mountain, Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> If you drop food on the floor, what's the maximum amount of time that's still acceptable to eat it? 
It all depends on the food. It's open for, yeah, I don't care. If that's a piece of steak. <laughs> I, was, I was born in Baltimore City. Yeah. Johns Hopkins, baby. <laughs> I'm one of five. I'm one of five kids. I don't give a... <laughs> pick that yeah. shit up and eat it. <laughs> Especially if it's meat, it. boy, you better not waste yeah. your <laughs> Crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Crunchy. Creamy. Crunchy is the correct answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad he's got like an answer key too. <laughs> what is the best Robin Williams movie? <laughs> I know a, so many. someone that used to be in the beer world that used to, uh, I've sat and had many beers with him before in different settings. And his pitch to, he will remain nameless, but his pitch to the opposite sex was, uh, What's your favorite Robin Williams? That was his like icebreaker. Okay. So that 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 and he and he and they would be like, mm, I don't know, like a uh, flubber. Like it all depend on like you know the generation. Like and, yeah, yeah. You know if you were like, you know Gen X, maybe it was like Mrs. Doubtfire or something like that. I always said Hook because the n- the name for great. me escapes me, but it's the Kurt Russell Robin Williams high school football movie. I don't know what. Oh my that God. is. Look that yeah. up. 80s. Hmm. Uh, they replay their rival team from the eight from their high school team. I don't think I've it ever is seen a that. Great movie. The best of times. Yeah, there you go. That's what it's called. I don't think oh, I've ever seen movie. that. 1986. Yeah. Comedy sport movie. Yeah, buddy. Rated PG 13. One hour and 44 minutes. Mm-hmm. Damn. But a rated PG-13 movie in the 80s is a rated R movie now. Seriously. I, there have been so many so times where yeah. I went to like show my kids a Me movie too. that wa- I watched when I was, I was a like, kid. This is a great movie. Oh, I would make it like 10 minutes into it and be like, up. what the yeah. hell were my parents <laughs> <Yeah>. thinking? <laughs> it, it's insane how yeah. it turns. Nope. Turn again. I look at my wife like, I don't even know. Need a refill over there? No, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, the correct answer, though, is uh, one hour photo. Oh, yeah, that's it's a creepy movie. It's creepy, but it's. So, the guy notch. I was talking about, he would always say Patch Adam. Like, oh, I don't remember that one. And they would like. Oh, Patch Adam. Patch Adam. Like, you're and, like, and he would like, you know, kind of like lean over as she's like typing it in for the first time in her phone. <laughs> and we're like, oh my God, it looks amazing. And you're like, yeah, it doesn't end very well, but. <laughs> Maybe don't stick around for the ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you can go. Who would play you in a movie about your life? I'm only gonna say Brad Pitt because my wife gives me shit every time. Because <laughs> she I likes Brad. Oh, she loves Brad. You think she my thinks wife you loves... look like Brad Pitt? No, God no. You got here. <laughs> I'm not gonna no. take that away from you. Because every time she... the movie comes on, she goes, "Oh, is that Brad Pitt?" I'm like, "God, God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> and it's very cliche, but it's my wife. Well, I've gotten a lot of. Uh... Anyone ever tell you you look like Stanley Tucci? You, you uh, kind of do. God damn. Yeah. So, and for a while, I didn't know who that was. And I finally Googled. I was like, this And uh, <laughs> I'm like, actually, not bad looking. He's only like 12 years older than I am. Like, uh, <laughs> he's got a beautiful wife. He's in all these other movies. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll take it. So, yeah, I guess it's probably the most uh, viable option. For a while, I went through my Dave Attell phase where I was just yeah. like gross and like fat and disgusting. Every two years, someone comes to me and says, I look like somebody. And oh, yeah? Now it's the whole Kelsey thing. I'm like, the dude is six Who? foot four, Jason Kelsey. 
Oh, Jason Kelsey? Yeah. I got a beard and all of a sudden look like this dude. No, you definitely do. <laughs> He's six foot four. Well, it doesn't matter. Pounds. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's got about 100 like pounds on you. If I have a beard, it's a certain group of people. If I don't have a beard, it's another group of people. Yeah. No, then, I can and, see that. And that dude's got a like, good beard. I will say that. Every now and yeah. then, someone's like, hey, do you work out in this Virginia gym? You look like a guy who worked out there. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? I'm like, what? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. It's not. It, it is not. They. It takes place at a Christmas party in the Nakatomi Towers. I know. I get that. I really, next year, I'm definitely going to buy one of those shirts. The uh, Nakatomi Tower Christmas party shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I, people ask me all the time about that. Who was big on that? Uh, Frank Ryan. He's a working. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All about it. Wait, wait. Let's let's back up for a minute. Who would play you in a movie, Chris? Well, it's Rambo a Christmas movie because it's the same thing. Uh-huh. Rambo took place during Christmas? Oh. I haven't seen Rambo in forever. And Die Hard 2 was during a fucking blizzard. It was. It was a shitty movie. <laughs> you got to skip That's that one. Tomato and, and, and orange, buddy. <laughs> like <laughs> We're not asking that. I mean, it's obvious. Who? Kevin Smith. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I mean, yeah. I get told no, I can see that. constantly. Yeah. Definitely. That I... Do you really? Yeah. No? Yeah. That's rad. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. This one was written specifically for you, Scooter. Mm. If you were a wrestler, what would your walkout music be? I'll do the obvious 2001 Space Odyssey, but I would also do... <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> like, duh. Hands down. <laughs> Why'd you even ask this stupid I'm gonna question? I'm going to throw somebody for a loop and say... Um, <laughs> Ric Flair drip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about you? Oh, man. You're just an all-American boy. I would see you just kind of like, uh, like Hulk Hogan or... That, uh, you know what? That was in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so obsessed with wrestling back in the day. Oh, man. And when Hulk Hogan lost to the Ultimate Warrior oh, that one year. I had to come. I didn't get to, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I didn't get to see it because it was pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. when it came out, I knew what happened. And I watched it. And in my head, I'm like. Still upset. I was like, no. I was like. going to win this. I was like, Somebody Hogan's got this. Yeah. He's, he's so got this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it would be, it'd be, it'd be Hulk Hogan's song. Which is sad. Chris? I know. Back on you, buddy. I don't know. Photograph. <laughs> oh, shit. Here he comes. No, I'll just go Creed higher. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of mumbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have 90s. <laughs> yeah. Every, every, every lyric. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, the lights go out? You're It's a packed, it's a packed stadium. You know you're going to make that money. And... It goes completely dark, and everybody's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Everybody's just like, "Hello, my friend, we meet again." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. everybody just loses their mind. And you've definitely seen the movie The Wrestler, right? Oh yeah, yeah. One of the best scenes ever filmed in a movie was that scene where he's walking down the hallway mm-hmm. of the of the. Uh, Grocery store, and it's all the sounds uh, like of oh, uh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, like entering a wrestling match, yep. and then he opens the door, and it just switches instantly to the sounds of a of a grocery store. I love that scene. Yeah, that's a that was a dark movie, and it kind of bothered me a little bit, but like that's what makes it so good. That was a, whew, yeah, that was that was super powerful. 
Name a famous person you would love to meet. And yes, you do have to limit to one wrestler. <laughs> oh, man. I've met a lot of really cool wrestlers. I've, I've met Ric Flair twice. We'll say that. Once when I was 18 and once a couple years ago. Our door guy had to party with him. Chuck. Yeah? Yeah. Hammer huh. jacks. Whew. Now Scooter's all jealous. Damn. Talk to Chuck, man. He's got, <laughs> he's got stories. Uh... I'm a Pat McAfee fan lately. I think I'd want to sit down and just like kind of like, dude, what are you, what's going on right now? <laughs> he's he's, pre, he's pretty funny. Yeah, he's got a lot of thoughts, and he's just like he's like. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I love that video going around of him um, when they're the the uh, stealth bomber is flying oh, yeah, over. Like, oh, one of the yeah, telecasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? <laughs> yeah. That's they all turn around in an empty stadium, like. It would have to be an athlete for me too. Yeah, I think I grew up an athlete, and that's what I used to look up to. Yeah, I wouldn't say in Pacific One, but you know how you got there type of thing. Dude, it was crazy. I was, uh, I, mean, I got to meet I'm a huge soccer fan, a huge wrestling fan. I was, it was a random like Tuesday night, and phone rings at One Eyed Mike's. Uh, you know, the job I was at before Max's, and it was Gabby at Max's, and she was like. She's like, hi, I got a guy named like Clint Dempsey here. And he's like, uh, uh, says he plays for the US team. Um, he likes GM. Can you like, I was like, I'll be right down. <laughs> <laughs> and I left work and Matt's like, he's like, go, go, go. And I was like, then they get in. And she, she, she was getting cut later on that night, like an hour later. And she walked them all over and we we're partying with the national team. So I, I, I've been able to meet up with a lot of really cool people, man. Yeah, I've met a lot of people. I mean, every now and Max is we yeah we yeah. get some celebrities. Uh, yeah, Michael Phelps was 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 oh God, big presence. Yeah, yeah. Is it about I, him I being a horrible person? Mm-hmm. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Is he a beer fan or not? <laughs> <laughs> this was I was a door guy at the time. Uh-huh. Uh The bar closes at a certain time. We we lock the door. People are in. You can come in or you can go out. Can't you come finish in type your thing. yeah yeah. It was like, I don't know, one twenty in the morning, and I'm on the side door. It's like, my job is to let people out, not let people in. I hear a knock on the door. I turn around to Michael Phelps. And I'm like, man, I can't I can't just let him in. Yeah. And he slipped me 20 bucks. <laughs> I was like, ah. Just, I'm so I was like, all right, all right. I'm so so give me a gold medal. You can <laughs> come on in. Peel me off a gold medal. You can come in. <laughs> yeah, Within... Exactly. Four minutes, we emptied the whole bar out. <laughs> That's my Michael Phelps story. Nice. Yeah, I've never met him or anything, but I'd listen I thought he was to, a nice guy. Was, I listen I'd, to Elliot in the morning every day. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Elliot hates him for some reason. He, <laughs> I, I mean, he Elliot lived too. in Canton, so I would, I would, I would stumble into like uh, the Starbucks there, and he'd be in front of me with some, you know, someone else, and yeah, you know, it was it's kind of well, like the morning what, after he, stuff. He did try to get into Max's a few months before that, and uh, Brian was a manager there. He didn't have an ID, and we wouldn't let him in because he didn't have an ID. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. you need yeah. to have an ID. Are you it, a card it, everyone place? Most, yeah, or? we are. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I would feel like that's a place you really have to. I mean, <laughs> it, we, we do, and it, it's more of a double-edged sword type thing. 
people are happy that you ID'd them, then people are really pissed off that you ID'd them. Yeah, the people who forgot their ID. Forgot their IDs, <laughs> things like that. Or, I mean, it could be somebody who just is... Like, Turn your head sideways and show all the like the gray, gray in your yeah. beard. And <laughs> like, uh -huh. I, oh, sorry about that, sir. And I can't blame. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. You can't blame a door guy for doing his job. Yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times, and people don't realize this, like you need not to be like wasted to come in. Yeah. And a lot of times, if I if you're getting ID'd and you look of age. They're doing it to make sure you can actually get your wild out and actually uh, and you're not all pull out your ID. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't, and, you don't want them to become Max's problem yeah, after that. I mean, you got you got to see ahead of time a lot of times. Do do places in Fel, Fells Point alert the other? Oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah. There's, there's, a, there's yeah. quite a few like group chats. Oh yeah, and, yeah. yeah. We, we, we send out pictures. Hey, just yeah. a heads up. We confiscated hey. three. You know, yeah. Yeah. That, fake IDs in, and, in Frederick and, also. Yeah, that is definitely fake twenties and you know that kind of thing. We all talk. All right, one more. What's better, flats or drumsticks? Ooh, drummies. Drummies for me. All day. Both, Although both wrong. In Baltimore. Come on. <laughs> Give me a chance. In Baltimore, uh, more times or not, uh, people will ask for flats fl fried hard. Okay? Mm. That is the number one. If flats fried hard, what's that mean? Flats. Well, yeah, I mean, I know fried hard just means extra crispy. Oh, uh, okay. Like well done. See, yeah. I don't. I don't like fried wings. I like baked ones. Mm, baked. I'm a dry rub grill. guy. Yeah, dry rub. I, de I definitely prefer dry rubs, but the um, and I, there's some good. I can't stand when people want boneless wings. <laughs> I was like, you want chicken nuggets? Because that's you want what chicken that tenders is. Yeah, chicken and a nuggets book? are really good. Oh, chicken nuggets are great. <laughs> Just ask for chicken nuggets. Yeah. Don't say, I want some boneless wings. Oh, I'll be like, no, I want some nugs. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> those chicken are uh, chicken tenders cut in yeah. half, buddy. I don't yeah. Right. That's all that is. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Uh, if you live in Maryland or any adjacent place and you haven't been to Max's yet, you definitely need to go uh, and give the dates and times one more time for Belgian Beer Fest. That yeah, people February should go to. 16th or the 19th. It's President's Weekend every single year, and uh, it's a blast. And if you want to try new Belgian beer, we're probably going to have it for you. And what, what's the website? I mean, I assume that's where you can sign up for uh, a mailing list to get access to those tickets, which will be gone by the time you're listening to this, so never mind. But give the website anyway because there's all kinds of good information. All there. right. To which, be clear, com. Yeah, I think yeah. so, but I don't. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Man, they bought that yep. early. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Maxs.com. Yeah, buddy. What's our – I've been there for years, but what's our phone number? Oh man, I can break up my phone. You're really gonna encourage people to call? No, no, no. no but like it, like it's, it's a can. cool. It's a cool. Isn't it like four one zero three four two beers? In Max's doctor. Oh, uh, it's four one zero six seven five six two nine seven. I don't know Max's. what that spells, but it does spell Max's beer. Uh, oh, Max's. It's yeah, it spells Max's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate uh, you having us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers. Love you. See you soon. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.